Well, hello, and welcome to SEO Shorts, a private podcast by the very same co-hosts of the Simple and Smart SEO Show, Brittany and Crystal. Here, you can experience way more actionable episodes. Think of them as mini SEO masterminds. Each week, we'll be walking you through a different task that supports your SEO strategy. You'll learn exactly how to take simple and smart action with step-by-step walkthroughs and quick explanations of how your effort will impact your business's searchability. And now, it's time for this week's SEO Short. Hello, friend, and welcome back to SEO Shorts. I am super excited about what we're going to talk about because I just had a thought this morning. I was like, I need to tell my friend about this. We are going to be talking through headlines. Like, what are some really good headline tips, whether you're a service-based provider, business owner, or you're an e-com business owner? Yeah. I'm too excited about headlines. I can't think of other words. Hi, Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Okay. So you have- Teach us. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you things. For starters, because I'm trying to get better about like starting us back at the beginning, headlines. H1, as you know, because we talk about this ad nauseum, your H1 is like, if you go to a webpage, it's the giant text that you typically see at the top. It's bold, it's big, it's in your face. That is really important for your SEO performance, your domain authority, all of that jazz. And it's definitely a place that you want to include some keywords. As you go down the page, you have H2s and H3s. Those are also important. And then you go into even like H4, 5, and 6. So H123 is like, I would say the most important. Would you agree with that? H1, yeah. H1 yeah. for sure, but like H2 and 3 also kind of having some weight in there. Well, yeah, especially as we talked in our main podcast about making sure there's keywords in there. I can share really quick how I do it in Shopify, like yeah. with the H2s and H3s. Sometimes it can help break up that product description and make it look a little bit more fun. So sometimes that first sentence in the product description, I will make an H2. And then I like to put like a block quote in there to give a little bit more context. And then if I have something else underneath that, I will put a keyword in an H3. But that just makes it more visually interesting, you know, based on the fonts and stuff that you have. But then it also really emphasizes the keywords and the keyword variations that you want for your product. So that's one way that I try to utilize those. Yeah, I love that. And I will say, I'm sure I've shared this before, but I used to love the H1 so much. I was like, you look so pretty that I put (laughs) several on a page. Yeah. Be like Brittany, because every page only has one H1 and you're not using the headlines in a way that's just like, oh, this is pretty. You're using it strategically, just like what Crystal was saying. So you've got the H1 at the top and then you have an H2 and then you have an H3. And then as she's talked about with Surfer, and maybe you want to hit on that again, you kind of use them to break up the ideas throughout the page. Yeah, absolutely. One thing I would also add about, you know, for e-commerce with the titles and the H1s mm-hmm. is that usually a title is supposed to be like 50 to 60 characters. And with e-commerce, a lot of times people want to do like red t-shirt, you know, that's not 50 or 60 characters. So one way to really make that more interesting, and I learned this from PageFly, I definitely want to give them credit for this, is, you know, put your keyword or your product name, however you look at it first in your title, and then add in some sort of customer feedback, testimonial, review, whatever, something in quotes, because people trust other people's words. Mm -hmm. And so if you can say, oh, red t-shirt, it's the softest t-shirt I've ever owned. You know, someone said that you can put that in the title. And, you know, not only is that going to get more attention 
just in like a search results page because you see somebody with exclamation points in their search engine results title. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to catch your attention because you don't see that too often. But then you also get an emotion from that. It's like, whoa, this person's excited. Now I'm feeling excited about this thing that I'm looking at. And, you know, it just really creates a connection with your product and the person that's reading it. It's a really easy way to, you know, incorporate your client's words. The last thing I'll say about it is for those of us who are handmade sellers or sell on a platform that we don't own, like whether it's eBay or Amazon or Etsy or whatever, this is a way for you to take back control of the reviews that you've gotten, you know, and really get credit for them. So don't be afraid to go back and just kind of look through the reviews of what people have said about your product and then use those words in the actual product title and just check out your conversions and watch them go up. (laughs) I thought that was such a brilliant tip. And I'm glad that you shared that because it was like, oh my gosh, like why has no one else ever talked about this? Although you said you learned it from PageFly. So yeah, Yeah. really brilliant. And if, if you're interested in stats on that, I think the survey was done years ago. So it's probably higher than this, but the stat that everyone references is about 80% of online shoppers trust reviews and testimonials equal to that of like a recommendation from a friend or family member. So it matters. And if you can put it in your headline, like Crystal's saying, your client's words, they're going to say stuff better than we could ever think to say mm-hmm. stuff. So love that use of testimonials. If you're curious about how to create these headlines, this question has come up like so many times in my DMs and in Voxer this week. And this is actually what inspired this episode. So many people have been like, how do you create headlines? Like, what do you think of when you're creating headlines? So I have found if I'm really stuck, what I usually do is I'll say like, what is the problem that someone is having that they want help with? Sometimes it's not even a problem. It's a desire. So like going to the red t-shirt, they might just want a red t-shirt. They don't have a problem. Like maybe their red t-shirt got shredded in the dryer. I don't know. Maybe Mm -hmm. like they had to clean the dog off with it. I have no idea. (laughs) So think of the problem or desire and then write about that. Or think about the transformation that they want. So those are two things. It's kind of like the beginning, like where they're at now, or it's like the end, like where do they want to be? Those two ideas really help me create some of the best headlines. Yeah, absolutely. One last thing with headlines, just from over the years working with Pinterest and different things, numbers work in headlines, Yeah, especially odd numbers. I can't cite the source of this one. <laughs> But odd numbers, for some reason, like a lot of times outperform even numbers. And then if you have like an article from 2020, mm-hmm. you know, go in and update it with the current year. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, let's be a good citizen here and update the article a little bit too, you know, <laughs> but people also want to see the most recent information. Yeah. I mean, I know when I look and I search for something, I'm like, look, I don't want anything from 2019. No, you know, I want to hear what's going on in 2023. So that's Mm -hmm. two more little tips for you as well. I love that. Okay. So there you go. You have your mission, go write some headlines, share them with us. Or even if you have other tips on like how you create your headlines, if anything has worked, share it with us. We've got the chat thread. And then, of course, before we leave, we just want to thank Leah and Marcy of The Podcast Effect. Thank you for making us sound so lovely. If you are interested in creating your own private podcast, Crystal has mentioned before, and I thought it was so sweet, I had them help me with my case study training private podcast. So Which they've done was that. was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I had a lot of fun doing it. Mm-hmm. I'll have really to update it, it soon. <laughs> yeah. It made me want to have a private podcast, but I was just like- Yeah. We have one. You know, yeah. 
That's true. Never mind. I don't need another one. What am I talking about? Crystal, no, you I'm have good. one. Surprise. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. On that ridiculous note, we will talk to you next week, friend. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You're well on your way to being the answer to even more Googled questions. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Have you noticed some SEO wins since listening to SEO Shorts? We want to know. Email us at hello at simpleandsmartseo.com or share it in the episode conversation thread.